Now, the first thing that I want to talk about is kind of a reality check thing. And I want you to understand how great your sales opportunity actually is from the marketplace's perspective. And what I mean by that is when somebody comes through your recruiting process, as an example, let's say that I'm a candidate, how do I actually view your opportunity compared to the other hundreds of opportunities out there in the marketplace? Again, we help small businesses build commission-based sales teams. So these are companies not offering salaries or high salaries or even low salaries. And so if I come through your recruiting process, as an example, and you're in ABC industry, and I'm looking at another company in the same industry, and one company has a high salary and leads and your opportunity is all commissioned and I have to self-generate and close my own leads. Well, how do I actually view your guys' opportunities? Well, I view the one with the salary and the leads as most likely the better opportunity. So those are objective challenges that exist in the recruiting process. And I'm going to teach you how to overcome those today in the training. So let's dive into that topic a little bit more and talk about how do candidates actually view our opportunities. And I have a little bit of a framework for you to be able to think through this a little bit. And so it's based on three things, your compensation plan or specifically the salary, which again, 90 plus percent of the clients that we help in our sales recruiting service, they don't have a salary. It's also based on how high ticket your services or products are. And the third thing is based on how short or long your sales cycle is. And understanding these things can better help you understand how quality your opportunity is. And so to make a little bit more sense of this, let's kind of draw this on the screen. So we have high salary, we have low salary, and then we have no salary. Okay, so high salary, low salary, no salary. The next thing is really about the cost of your products and your services. So let's go high ticket, medium ticket, and low ticket. Okay, so as an example, this is going to be kind of subjective based on everybody, but high ticket would be like at least $5,000 plus products and services. Medium ticket is going to be somewhere between like one to 5,000. And then low tickets probably going to be below 1,000. So as an example, software services or pest control, maybe in the here's like coaching program and then high ticket, it's like remote high ticket companies or home improvement, solar roofing companies. We help a lot of those industries. Um, but that's kind of what I mean by high ticket, medium ticket, and low ticket. And the last piece is actually the length of your sales cycle. So short sales cycle, medium sales cycle, and long sales cycle. Okay, so again, we have high salary, low salary, no salary, high ticket, medium ticket, low ticket, short sales cycle, medium sales cycle, and long sales cycle. And so from a candidate's perspective on the left here, you'll find the very best opportunities. Now, for most organizations, they're not gonna have all of these, but this is just to try to illustrate the idea. And the worst opportunities would be over here, at least from the candidate's perspective. So the best opportunity would be a high salary, high ticket, and a short sales cycle opportunity. Well, why is that? Well, high salary, that means I have security in my job at the beginning when I'm going through the ramp up. High ticket means higher ticket products and services is higher commissions. Obviously, that's sexy. And then a shorter sales cycle means that I'm getting more sales. As I'm becoming a new sales rep in your organization, I'm more likely to get more sales more quickly because of the length of the sales cycle. Now, over here, we have no salary, we have low ticket, and we have long sales cycle. So from a candidate's perspective, this would be the least sexiest opportunities. A lot of the times, this is going to be on the B2B side. So so to go back to the software idea, it doesn't matter what industry, this all applies to every industry. But as an example, if I have a software opportunity and I have no salary and it's low tickets, maybe 100 to 200 bucks per month, which means the commissions are low and then I have a long sales cycle, it means it's harder to ramp up into the position. That means it's really difficult for me to start making money, right? So if I'm doing outbound and setting my own appointments, B2B and setting my own appointments and closing my own appointments and it's 100 to $200 monthly service that I'm selling and I get a 20% rip on that, well, then I'm only making like 20 to bucks residually monthly or whatever the compensation plan is on those residual payments. And therefore the income opportunity is incredibly low on top of the sales cycle probably being long because it's B2B. And on top of that, if it's no salary, well, over here, we have a very unattractive sales opportunity, although you can still build a commission-based sales opportunity with this. 
Now for some context with the companies that we typically help is they don't have high salaries. I'd say less than 10% of them have low salaries. So we'll just knock that out. And 90 plus percent of them have no salaries. They have no salary and then they fall into one of these categories. High ticket, medium ticket, low ticket, short sales cycle, medium sales cycle, low sales cycle. But the more you're over here on these metrics, the harder it is to ramp up into the opportunity for the sales rep, which means it's harder to recruit reps because it's unattractive from their perspective. And naturally what that means, the kind of solution to this is increasing the volume of recruits you're bringing on board compared to what you would need to do with maybe the more shorter sales cycle, higher ticket offer, if that makes sense. So as an example, if we're building a commission-based sales team for a roofing sales company, well, that's going to be high ticket. They're selling 10, 20, 30, $40,000 roofs, and it's a short sales cycle. You're typically closing it in the home, maybe two appointments at the most within a week. Well, that's a short sales cycle. That's a high ticket. So I come on board to the organization, and if I just hustle it out, all of a sudden I'm making really good money because my commissions are big, the sales cycle was short, and therefore I'm getting through my learning curve and I'm having success with the organization more quickly than maybe this other example down here. Now, I know this is kind of nuancy, but the reason I kind of laid this out for you is this should help you understand most likely where you fit into this. And that's going to kind of determine how many recruits you need to bring on board from a volume standpoint to actually retain one rep resulting in the sales production. So to use my business as an example, we've really never had salaries. We internally have a commission-based sales team, but years ago, our services were really cheap, uh, but our business has grown exponentially. And so we've had to increase the value and increase prices. But years ago, there was no salary, no leads, and reps had to self-generate and close their own deals. And it was a low ticket product and service. And therefore we had to cycle in 10 sales reps to get one to stick, right? So the recruiting requirement on the volume side was exponentially higher than it is today. Uh, but today we've improved it. And now we're more on the high ticket sales side and our sales cycle is actually pretty short. It's at the most a week and sometimes up to a few weeks for 80% of the sales that we have. So we've kind of drifted over to this side more, although we don't have salaries, we're higher ticket, shorter sales cycle. And now our retention rates are 50%. So we need to recruit two reps to get one to stick and scale up in the quota. So my point is, is based on where you are on this map, we'll call it, is you probably need to recruit two reps at the very best and at the most 10 sales reps to actually retain one sales rep resulting in the sales production. The very nature of your opportunity where you kind of fall on this spectrum or this map, whatever you want to call it, determines how the candidates actually view your opportunities. And it actually determines how successful people are as they come on board to your business. So to go back to Sales Recruiting University as the example before, it was like a 60 to 90 day sales process because reps had to self-generate cold call, cold email, cold text, and self-generate interest and set their own appointments and close their own deals. And therefore it took 60 to 90 days to start getting success in the role. Well, what that meant in a commission-based sales opportunity is they were not making money for 60 to 90 days. And therefore we had to cycle in 10 reps to get one to stick. Now it did work, but it was exponentially more difficult than it is today, at least from a volume standpoint. Today, we have both setters and closers. We have some marketing going reps get leads, the commission structure is better, the compensation structure is better, the sales cycle is shorter, and therefore the success is much more quickly. They're getting money in their pocket. And obviously because of that, our retention rates increase. Now there's a lot more that goes into retention and that's really what you're gonna learn in this entire course, like onboarding training, managing sales reps, how you structure your compensation and all that. But the nature of your opportunity, how the marketplace views it in terms of how quality is compared to other opportunities that they can get, as well as how your actual opportunity in real life, how difficult it is to ramp up into, these things 
things affect your retention rates and you need to understand that going into building a commission-based sales team. Now, if you're lost in this whole situation and you have no idea what your retention rates are, you can just kind of go off the averages that we see within our clients. Again, we have clients that retain one out of two and clients that retain one out of 10. The average is about one out of five. So 20% retention rate, which means if I need three sales reps scaled up in the quota to accomplish my company's goals and I have a 20% retention rate, well, I need to recruit 15 sales reps to get to the point where I actually retain three sales reps resulting in the scaling into quota. Now, 80 plus percent of our clients that we help are small businesses that don't have a sales leader in place. And so when they hear these things, they get very overwhelmed by the idea of onboarding volume. But throughout the rest of the course, specifically in the next module, I'm going to show you what it looks like to onboard volume and to make that whole process simple because it's really onboard five at once and cycle out four pretty quickly and you stick with the one producer. Now you can't onboard that kind of volume if you have like a salary and leads because you'll probably cap out your budget. But in terms of an all commission opportunity where you're not investing in the training pay a salary or leads, well, really your only investment is your time. And so the goal is to onboard as many people at once to get to those people that'll stick as quickly as possible. Also know that one of the things that we'll do in a later module is I'll walk you through how to create your growth plan, which is kind of helping you understand where you're at today, where you want to go, reverse engineering your team size so you know exactly how many reps and sales leaders that you need to accomplish your revenue goals. And this will really help you get an understanding of the volume of hires you need to bring on board to actually accomplish those goals. So what should your conclusion be from all of this stuff we've gone through thus far? It should be that, okay, I get it. When I'm building a sales team, especially, especially when building a commission-based sales team, it requires volume to actually hit my goals. It's not hire one rep or two reps and they stick and everything works out perfectly and they scale up in the quota and you're rich overnight. That's not the reality. You need to get great at recruiting volume, which is what we're going to talk about for the rest of the training. You need to get good at onboarding sales reps, managing sales reps, and ideally structure their compensation in a way where you can collapse the income timeline to them making money without you risking cash, which will be a really important training for you later.